presidential indictment. In-depth coverage on KSL News Radio. There are a lot of unknowns following the indictment of former President Trump and helping me to sort some of this out this morning. On the KSL Newsline, ABC News legal analyst Royal Oaks. We really don't know much until we know what these charges are, do we, Royal? Well, that's right. We can speculate, and of course, there's a strong basis for it based on the leaks and research and so on, but not until Tuesday when probably uh, the former president will be in, uh, arraigned in New York City, and at that point, the charges will be unsealed. That's when we'll know for sure, but it's a very good bet that it involves two things. First, it's a misdemeanor in New York to falsify business records, and to the extent the Trump administration, excuse me, the Trump organization, identified the 130 grand paid to Stormy Daniels as legal expenses, that allegedly is a misdemeanor. But wait, there's more. In New York, if you commit a misdemeanor with intent to commit a federal election violation, namely failing to report that you gave 130 grand to your campaign by giving it to Stormy, that turns it into a felony. That gives you four years in prison. And that's going to be, I think, the gist of the DA's case against Donald Trump. But does this DA, and this has been fascinating to me to listen to the legal side of it, does he have jurisdiction over a federal charge? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, people have dug into the files and nobody can find an example of where a state DA in New York has gone after somebody for not only state law violations, but also federal law violations as well. Not to say that is illegal, but that's going to be one question that the Trump lawyers will raise. Another question they'll raise is whether they blew the statute of limitations, because it's been many years since this thing went down. And to the extent uh, that it's too late, uh, that could give a judge the opportunity to toss this out. Uh, if that doesn't work, and barring a plea deal, and good luck on that, unless it was absolutely no jail time, then probably more than that, Trump probably wouldn't take it. We are probably looking down the road at a trial, but then, is it going to be later this year, or will it creep toward the election of 2024? That's another big unknown. Not, nothing that happens here, even uh, with a guilty verdict, would prevent Donald Trump from running in 2024. But is the damage done just by bringing indictments? Yeah, that's a big question. Uh, you, you raise a, a good point. A lot of people think, well, my goodness, if you're convicted of a crime, then you're out of it. You can't run. Not true. If you're convicted of an espionage or an insurrection type crime, that bars you from running for president, but not giving money to Stormy Daniels illegally. So theoretically, as weird as it sounds, Trump could be convicted either a little before or a little after the election. And if he wins, he still could be eligible to serve as president, even though he's in prison, which, of course, sounds, I mean, we're in the twilight zone here. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Move the resolute desk into an oversized cell? And by the way, the Secret Service has to be with him at all times, whether he's in prison or not. But how do you be president if you're locked up? I mean, no state visits to Luxembourg. Mm. Again, we're in the twilight zone here. Nobody knows how this is going to play out. We've got to wrap this up real quick here. But uh, what are the chances this does not uh, get to a court? Well, I think the best chance for Trump is a statute of limitations argument. The second best chance is a really sweet deal, no jail time. Good luck convincing the DA to go along with that. All right. As always, we uh, really enjoy our conversations with you, Royal. Thank you. ABC News legal analyst Royal Oaks this morning.